0: What's up, everybody? Happy New Year. Got to jump on and talk some college football. It took me a full, what, 60 hours to be able to emotionally, physically, mentally process that crushing loss of my Ohio State Buckeyes at the hands of your Mizzou Tigers. So let's talk about that and everything else that's going on with college football, all the debates, and, of course, you have bowl games going on right now, And then you have the college football playoff games going on later on tonight. The only ones that really matter. I know you guys won't like me saying that. It is true. But that's taking nothing away from Mizzou. Look, that was a great win for Mizzou. That's a huge win for the program. If you're the Tigers, you can win 11 games, go to the Cotton Bowl, win the Cotton Bowl, beat a blue blood like Ohio State. That's great. You don't have to apologize to anyone. But let's also big picture... Let's not pretend like all these games are created equal. They're not. They just aren't. And it has nothing to do with Mizzou. It has nothing to do with Ohio State. And I've said this for what about seven years. So let's let's go back in time first of all, and then we'll break down the Ohio State Mizzou game. But really, it was a horrible, boring game. Mizzou looked really good, obviously, in the uh, in the second half, and the defense played played well overall. But the offense got going in that fourth quarter. But Why is college football broken right now from a bowl standpoint? Here's the reason. Go back to actually an Ohio State bowl game. Ohio State versus Notre Dame. Was that the 2015 season, 2016 bowl season, I believe? Check me on that. But remember, stud linebacker Jalen Smith. Jalen Smith gets injured in that game. He's supposed to be a top five or top ten pick. He tears everything in his knee. I believe slips to the second round. Now he did get paid, I believe later in the NFL, but that rookie contract, I believe he missed out on like $20 million from getting hurt in that bowl game. Remember that was not a college football playoff bowl game. That was the year after Ohio state won the national championship. They're playing Notre Dame. So that was a game that look, it mattered, but it wasn't for the playoff. And I was always a person who said the the bowl games mattered. I always said that. When people tried to write them off, I was like, no, that's the best opportunity besides a few early season non-conference games to see different conferences play each other. I always was into bowl season. I always thought it meant something. But to me, after the Jalen Smith injury, everything changed because what happened the very next year, and it's not a coincidence, it's not a coincidence at all that Jalen Smith gets hurt Loses probably $20 million. And what happens the very next year? Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette opt out of their bowl games. Now, clearly, McCaffrey from Stanford and Fournette from LSU, they would have played if it was a college football playoff game, if it was for a national championship, but they opted out. Let's be real. That was a direct result of Jalen Smith getting hurt about a year prior and costing himself $20 million. About and, and so now we're seeing all of these players opt out. And I was reading another article today, and I was talking about the whole system. And so Jamison Williams from St. Louis went to Ohio State, transferred to Bama. Remember, he got hurt. Now, he got hurt in a college football playoff game. That's different. But still, he was supposed to be a top five-ish pick, top ten pick. Hurts his, uh, his leg, tears everything also. And he drops to, what he dropped to, like 12th? That cost him a couple million bucks. It happens. Now, I don't think we're ever going to see guys sitting out the college football playoff games. But you're seeing guys sitting out these these non-CFP bowl games for those exact reasons that I mentioned. And I totally understand it. I totally get it. Even with NIL, all right, you play the whole season. You play 12 games. You play a championship game, potentially. All right, you get to bowl game. It doesn't really matter. Opt out. I have no issue with guys like Marvin Harrison Jr. opting out. You know, I heard a lot of people saying, oh, it's about the culture. Well, look at Georgia. They had guys, was it Brock Bowers and that lineman, was it Mims? What's his first name? O'Marius Mims. So they were banged up. But are they banged up to the point where they'd probably play if it was a college football playoff game? I'm guessing at least Bowers, maybe both. I don't know the severity of, of Mims. But those guys, look, if, if you're close to healthy, you're going to play in the college football playoff. But you're not if it's going to be just this game against Florida State. Florida State had a ton of opt-outs. Georgia destroyed them. And by the way, I think Georgia would have beat them anyway. But it is a different ball game. It also has a lot to do with how many players are draft eligible. Um, is your team full of second-year guys who have to play another year? Are they full of third-year guys who are going to leave for the NFL? Remember that Ohio State game. You just had Marvin Harrison Jr. opting out. You had a bunch of Ohio State picks, guys who could be first-round type picks, uh, Uh, Igbuka, you also had um, I mean Sawyer we'll see what happens with him but uh, Denzel Burke you have different guys who maybe they're not surefire top 10 picks but they still want to play and kind of prove themselves and get themselves into a higher draft position like like Cody Schrader he's obviously draft eligible but he's he's fighting and clawing for a spot in the draft so if I'm him makes total sense to play and hopefully get himself into the draft if he's not there already he's going to the senior bowl to prove himself again. Hopefully gets drafted. And I'm rooting for that kid. Love the kid. I remember doing a story on him when he was a sophomore at Lutheran South. That was like seven, I think it was eight years ago. It's crazy. He was the athlete of the week for Fox 2. So anyway, I'm never going to get mad at a kid for opting out. The real problem, though, isn't the opt-outs. Let's say there's, and I don't know the exact number, I would think you opt out if you're if you're projected to be a first or second round pick. I would opt out. I get that. So that's like 60 players. I don't know exactly how many players are opting out, but I would think that's that makes sense to me. The problem isn't the opt outs. The problem is the transfer portal. The problem is college football is stupid and it's the only sport where their off season in terms of transactions begin before the season's over. Not not only before the season's over, but before the frickin' postseason even starts. So think about that. That would be like okay, the the regular season of baseball ends and okay, the playoffs are starting and, and dudes are already signing in free agency before the world series is over. No sport does this. You wouldn't see that in the NFL, in the NHL, anywhere. I mean, you play the playoffs, then you have free agency opens in the offseason and people go crazy and it's fun. College football is the exact opposite because basically whenever that transfer portal opens, I don't know the exact date, But clearly that Monday after championship Saturday is just like transfer portal central. So it opens up and everybody starts transferring. And and clearly these dudes, look, you'll still have guys who may transfer, but if you're playing in a college football playoff game, you're going to wait. You're going to play in that game, try to win a national championship, and then you jump in the portal. But look at how many guys jumped in the portal right after the regular season ends. And so that's a good example for, for Ohio State. And, and if you want to say, oh, I'm making excuses, whatever. I don't really care because I've said this every year. It has nothing to do with Ohio State. It has nothing to do with Mizzou. And, and Mizzou fans, by the way, I hope I hope that uh, Mizzou makes a college football playoff next year with 12 teams. I hope so. I really, I really hope you guys make it. But if you don't and Luther Burden opts out, which I would if I were him, if I'm going to be a top 10 pick or a first-round pick, I'd like to see kind of um, – I'd like to hear from the Mizzou fans and how they feel next year if Luther Burden opts out because it's interesting when it affects your particular team, which, again, I, I don't care if it's Mizzou. I don't care if it's Ohio State. I've said these exact same things ever since players stopped uh, started opting out about what, about seven years ago, McCaffrey and Fournette, everything changed for these bowl games. So there it is. There's, there's my take. The portal is the issue. Ohio State's issue wasn't the opt-outs. Look, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to probably be the second overall pick. I would opt out too. That wasn't the issue. The issue was the fact that Kyle McCord, the quarterback, opted out before the game. The issue was the the Buckeyes' backup running back opted out before the game. Their arguably, let's say, third-best receiver, Julian Fleming, opted out. Uh, Excuse me. I I, I don't know if I was um, making mistakes there. Kyle McCord, transfer portal, obviously. Uh, Buckeyes, backup running back, transfer portal. And uh, Julian Fleming, about their third best receiver, transfer portal. That was the issue. That's the issue with with a lot of these teams are the guys who are jumping in the portal before the game. And by the way, even though Georgia, Georgia crushed Florida State, they had a bunch of dudes in the transfer portal. I think it was like 13. I read an article yesterday. I don't remember exactly, but all these teams are going to end up having 10 players in the transfer portal uh, and it's just, it's really stupid for these bowl games. Think about all the money, the TV ratings for these bowl games. But the good part is college football has, in my opinion, they've solved the problem, at least for the most part. And that is next year, the 12-team playoff. Because let's be real, right now, you only have three bowl games that matter. The two college football playoff semifinals and the national championship game. That's three games that really matter. Now, if you want to say, totally, they all matter, whatever. I totally disagree with you. I don't really care. I'm not hating on Mizzou. It doesn't have anything to do with Mizzou or Ohio State. The games really don't matter when all these dudes opt out and transfer portal. It's not the same. If you're trying to tell me it's the same, you're just lying. You're lying to yourself. It is what it is. I'll say the same thing. Ohio State wins. Ohio State loses. Whoever it is, these games don't matter with the opt outs and the transfer portal. However, they've made it a lot better next year because you're going to have the 12-team college football playoff. You're going to have the four buys. So instead of having only three bowl games that matter for the last several years, you're now gonna have, I believe the math is correct, 11. You're gonna have four games in the first round, right? Then you're gonna get to eight teams. You're gonna have four more, that's eight games. Then you get to the final four and you're gonna have two semifinals and a championship. That's 11 bowl games that really matter. That's gonna be super, super fun. Now there's still gonna be a bunch of other bowl games where guys are gonna be in the transfer portal, guys are gonna opt out. But for the most part, look, You've made the the postseason a lot better by changing it from three bowl games that matter to 11 bowl games that matter. And the best teams in the country, the top 12 teams in the country, which is going to be the Ohio States and LSUs and Bama's and Georgia's, and hopefully, like I said, hopefully Mizzou next year. None of these guys hopefully are going to opt out because they're all going to be in the 12-team college football playoff. All right, uh, I'll skip ahead for today's semifinal games. I kind of want Michigan to win for the big 10, the big 10 needs another team besides Ohio state to win a national championship. So I'd be cool with Michigan winning. I just, I can't bet against Alabama. So I know Alabama, um, is the underdog, but I'm sorry, give me Alabama in that game. I'm going to take both underdogs, give me Washington in the other game. And I think whoever wins Bama, Michigan is the, is the real national championship game. Um, like I said, I want Michigan to win actually, even though I'm an Ohio State fan, because the Big Ten needs another title from another team, but give me Bama in that game. All right, my hand's shaking. We're about 12 minutes. It's cold outside. Oh, by the way, happy New Year, everybody. Uh, I feel like I put on 10 pounds of fat in my face from uh, New Year's, I was in Ohio. By the way, I wasn't ducking anyone with that game. The game was super boring on Friday night, let's be honest. I had planned on, I was gonna wake up Saturday, do a quick little video. I actually had a, a flat tire issue, It ended up being a rim issue. So all morning Saturday, I was dealing with this tire issue. That's why I didn't do a video. It had nothing to do with Ohio State losing. Um, And then it was my mom's 70th birthday party. Happy birthday, mom. Then it was New Year's Eve. We decided to come back. My son. There's always things going on, right? So anyway, I'm back home. I have strong internet. And I figured I'll jump on and talk about it today. So Ohio State-Mizzou, first half, just atrocious football. Boring as hell. I would have turned the channel if Missouri or Ohio State weren't playing. You got Ohio State running Wildcat quarterback in the freaking first quarter. They can't even get a freaking playoff. You got all these procedural penalties. It's like the Alex Barron uh, years of the Rams with false starts. What was it, three zip, whatever? And I, I tweeted out, first touchdown wins, which was the case. Mizzou got two of them, but I thought the Ohio State defense played really well in the first half. And I, I just think, I think Mizzou – Mizzou just – they weren't getting it going offensively in in the first half. I thought Mizzou's defense played well, but, hey, you can disagree with me. Ohio State, their offense was just a shell of their regular season offense. So it is what it is. Like I said, if you want to bitch and complain and say I'm wrong, I don't care. But it, you know it's right. You know it's true. So then second half, um, kind of still plugging along. And then, first of all, the whole game, by the way, Brady Cook, great job of getting first downs with his legs – and uh you know keeping the chains moving I'm a big fan of Brady Cook's happy for him I think Mizzou's gonna be really good next year also and then look Mizzou just made the plays in the second half give them all the credit in the world they 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 flat out beat Ohio State yeah that what that 50-yard pass from Brady Cook um and then uh I forgot how they score here what Cody Schrader with a run Cody Schrader's so tough. you got to love that kid, too. And then Luther Luther Burden with the touchdown catch where Brady Cook threads the needle there with a bunch of traffic in the end zone. I mean, defenders, you had the referee, and he just throws a freaking dart. So give them all the credit in the world. Ohio State's offense looked awful. And uh, at the end there, you had this, what, kind holds, this true freshman. And I feel like Ryan Day, he always – I feel like so many times he coaches scared. It was almost like he thought he was going to win that game three zip, which is just, just stupid. He doesn't let the kid Kineholtz throw the ball. I mean, what, maybe once he made a nice throw downfield in the first half. Uh, it wasn't a completion, but then it was almost like he waited for Mizzou to score a touchdown to start opening it up offensively. And I understand, look, they didn't have their guys. You have a true freshman, um, you can barely get the freaking snap off. And then I also see today Cam Ward's going to the NFL. Ohio State's going to be in trouble with their quarterback position because that Devin Smith didn't look great. He looked rattled. I know he didn't get a lot of opportunity to come back. This kind holds a true freshman. But apparently this Air Nolan is a is a incoming true freshman. Could be really good. But to ask a true freshman to start at quarterback for Ohio State in his first years is kind of insane. But anyway, overall, I'm happy for Mizzou. Um, 11 and 2. That's a nice season. Eli Drinkwitz contract extension. He deserves it. Next year is going to be great. They already did really well in the transfer portal. I'm a little worried about Ohio State next year. Um, also, just Ryan Day. What's the deal with Ryan Day? It's it's hard to. You can't really say Ryan Day should be fired. It sounds nuts. Although they seem to lose all the games that matter, especially Michigan, the last three years. I mean, he beats usually every other every other team. I mean, look at the losses over the years. It's been like Clemson in the college football playoff in a really tight game, Alabama in the national championship game, the COVID year. Remember they beat Clemson that year. And uh, and here's the one thing you can't forget. As much as you want to hate on Ryan Day, let's be real about this. Let's not let's not be silly. Ryan Day was a made field goal or Marvin Harrison Jr not getting knocked out of the game last year the the semifinal game against Georgia Ryan Day and Ohio State they were one basically if one other play goes their way they beat Georgia and they win the national championship if you think that TCU is beating Ohio State last year you're you're crazy you're absolutely crazy so if that kicker makes that field goal at the end or if Marvin Harrison Jr isn't knocked out Ohio State wins the national championship last year and you know I'm right about that look I'm not I'm not complaining but you know you know I'm right they had Georgia beat for the whole game. They lost it. Give Georgia all the credit in the world. But if one more play goes the Buckeyes way, they beat Georgia, and they're going to throttle TCU. Maybe not 65-7 like Georgia did, but they would have won that game. And they'd have been national champions. So it's it's kind of crazy to be like, fire Ryan Day when you know they were one play away last year from winning the national championship. But, man, you got to turn around this, this streak against Michigan. And you know what? This is, this is payback for all those years, those 20 years basically, 18 years, where Trestle and Urban Meyer just beat up on Michigan every year. You know what, and now we're getting it turned around. And that's what makes the wins more enjoyable when, when you have these losses, honestly. It's the pain, it's the pain of the losses that makes the excitement and the fun of the wins even better. So anyway, I jumped around all, all over the place there. Mizzou, Ohio State, congrats Mizzou. Ohio State, a little worried about next year give me Alabama, Alabama, give me Washington. I don't feel real strong about any of them, so don't follow my bets. I think whoever wins Michigan-Alabama is your national champion. Transfer portal sucks, but it's going to be better next year with a 12-team playoff, and I hope Ohio State and Missouri are both in the playoff next year. And by the way, I would have been super excited for that game if it was in the playoff. And I was watching anyway, but let's be real. Next year in the playoff, when it matters, everything on the line, let's go. All right. I'm freezing. My hand is um, shaking. Happy New Year, everybody. Comment, like, subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. We've got a bunch of announcements coming up, a bunch of interesting stuff coming up for 2024. And if you're uh, listening on podcasts here on Kenny Wallace Media, I appreciate it. But Happy New Year, everybody, and peace out.